Hi everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. The time of recording this, it is Easter Saturday, 2023. And I wanted to talk to you about the non-negotiables that you have in your life. And sometimes I think we need to create more non-negotiables in our life to raise the standard that we live by, the rules that we live by, and the outcomes that are linked to those non-negotiables. This time of the year, uh, just with the type of business that, that I'm running, uh, it's health and fitness, so people go through waves of being focused, not being focused, etc. And for me, personally, there are definitely some non-negotiables that I have in terms of my health and wellness. Like, I do not drink alcohol, I do not smoke, I don't take drugs, I will never do any of those things. Uh, Why? Because I don't see them as enhancing my health. I see them taking it further away from my health, so I'm not going to do them. And I've set up a a series of reasons, I, I suppose, that have happened over time since I was a child and and so forth, that I would say, well, yeah, these are the places that I would never go to. I would never, I would never do those things. The other things are, are things like uh, my strength training. I will always do strength training. Even if I'm completely broken, I will still do uh, strength training. Why? Because I know how it serves my body. I know how it builds my muscle. I know how it makes me feel uh, through, like just that feeling that you get through your body as well as what it does for my mental health and how I feel like I am working towards looking after myself in the best possible way that I can. It's an amazing feeling, so I'll always do it. My cardio training. Well, over time, I've changed the different ways that I train uh, with my cardio. I've ridden, I used to ride the bike out on the road. I've done lots of stationary bike work. I've used a cross trainer. Personally, now what I find is I mean, you've got to really love what it is that you do in that space because otherwise it's, it just wears you down. And I love my strength training. I don't love cardio. And so to do a very intense, high-intensity interval training type session is not something that I'm going to enjoy. I might do one from time to time. I'm not going to love them, so I'm not going to do them. So I find what I do love, and that is getting out for a walk. Like I'm walking right now. I'm walking around in my studio I enjoy walking outside, just adding nature and so forth. Um, that serves me quite well. Uh, so that's all I do in, in that space. I do walking and I aim for somewhere between probably that eight to 10,000 steps a, a day. I'm hitting pretty much the, uh, the 10,000 steps a day lately. Um, and that serves me really well in terms of my, my food. I have some non-negotiables. I will eat five to six meals a day. They'll be highly nutritious and I won't compromise on those things. Now, around Easter, I went to Bendigo with my children yesterday and we, we looked at Dagwood dogs. I haven't had a Dagwood dog since I was a kid, probably a teenager. Uh, somewhere. So um, I think they are basically a hot dog in some sort of doughy batter thing on a stick. And we saw some yesterday and they were massive. 
I couldn't bring myself to, uh, to buy one, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to be sick. I'm not going to be able to eat one of those. And um, my daughter, she didn't. She said, she'll get one if I get one. I was like, but I don't think I can eat a full one. And so we didn't get one. Uh, but we did get some hot jam donuts. That's a, a bit of a tradition uh, that uh, uh, I do at the Easter Fair in Bendigo every year because they make really good um, you know, hot jam donuts. So we did get uh, some of those. But when it comes to... My point here about non-negotiables is... Uh, you know, for a special occasion, you know, is my whole day and the whole of Easter and or the whole of Christmas or whatever just to complete? I'm going to eat whatever I want and overeat, overindulge in everything and feel horrible. No, it's a period of time where I, you know, tend to have a little bit more time sometimes, so I can focus a little bit more on my training. So I might be able to get another session in the gym. I might be able to sleep in a little bit more. I might be able to do some of those things, but I'm still equally focused on my food. So today, Saturday, I'm doing some meal preparation today, making sure that I'm set for next week. Uh, now, tomorrow's obviously Easter Sunday, Monday's a holiday as well, but I'm working uh, just a normal day on Monday. And uh, tomorrow the kids will be with their mum, so I'm gonna go to the gym, I'm gonna do some work, I'm gonna really enjoy that, that time giving back to myself. And so I've worked out what works for me really well. And that is, if I want to perform at a high level all the time, I have to make sure that I'm eating the right foods. I'm no different to anyone else. If I'm not fueling myself with the right food, then it's going to show up somewhere in my body that I'm not going to like at some point. So I've got to make sure that I do it the right way. And so that's what I do. Some other non-negotiables for me are if I make an appointment, I keep the appointment. I don't uh, say, oh, well, I'm just not going to attend that appointment for, you know, whatever reason. Now, I did have a situation uh, yesterday, now that I say that, I had uh, signed up to uh, listen to one of my coaches. Uh, he runs some free, free things from time to time. Well, every week, actually. And this was a, a topic that I thought, okay, this would be a good topic to listen into. And it was going to be 7 a.m., uh, yesterday morning, it's just because of the time differences and stuff. That's how it worked out. So 7 a.m. my time. And I'd signed up for it thinking that my daughter wasn't going to come out of, of hospital so I'd be able to listen to it. But of course she did and I was travelling at that time and my, my, um, um, my eldest was driving and uh, you know, I've got to be focused on what she's doing because it was raining a lot and so I couldn't really you know, watch something and uh, be there for her as well and it'd be distracting for her. So um, I did miss that. But if I make an appointment to go and see someone, uh, then I keep the appointment. And I think what's interesting is around this time of the year where uh, people will, like even this morning, uh, I'm getting uh, messages of people that are supposed to be here this morning that have either messaged me late last night or this morning saying, oh, sorry, uh, such and such has said they want to do this, like their partners, I, I want to, uh, you know, go and do this today. I'm going to do that today. And it's like, okay. So I'm the, the person that just gets shuffled to one side. Oh, yeah, look, that's not important enough for me to do that. I'm going to do this instead. It's like, it's just interesting. That would be a non-negotiable for me. And yes, look, these people have rescheduled. They've said, look, maybe we could do another time uh, next week. But... 
Um, you know, when I get uh, less than an hour to two hours notice that uh, they need to change, I think, wow, that's something that I wouldn't do. And I get that things come up, but did this just come up this morning? I doubt it. Uh, so um, to me, that's a, a non-negotiable. If you make a commitment to something, then you've got to keep that commitment. And it just makes me wonder how, you know, I step away from you know, those people but, um, and my clients, but what are the things that you're doing in your own life that you are setting up as non-negotiables? Are you setting up enough non-negotiables? Do you have too many non-negotiables? Because there are things in, particularly in relationships, like intimate relationships I'm talking about here, where you can create something that is so rigid and so unachievable with such a high expectation that any partner that comes into your life is going to fail that test. So clearly, that's not going to work. So you've got to rethink, okay, well, does that, does that really matter? So I hear people sometimes say, oh, yeah, they've got to be blonde, they've got to be blue-eyed, whatever. It's like, really? If this person has absolutely everything that you love about them and they've got brown eyes, is that going to be the deal-breaker for you? That just doesn't make logical sense, does it? They're still a human. They've still got the features that you you love, like the qualities, I should say, that you love, the values and the beliefs and so forth. You're attracted to them, but they just don't have the right colour eyes. It doesn't make sense. So maybe there are some such rigid things that you have in your life that uh, you make non-negotiables, but really they need to be negotiable. Sorry, just having a drink. One of the traps I have is that uh, I, I'm quite rigid in, in some of my thinking as well. And I'll tell you what has helped me become more flexible is my children. Two girls, two teenagers, and I think, oh no, we're, we're going to do this or we want to do it this way. And I've, I've learnt now where uh, it needs to be a consultative process and ask them what it is that they want to do. Particularly now, my eldest is approaching 18 years of age going to be an adult soon. She can effectively uh, do whatever she likes, even though she's living under, you know, my household, my, in my house and uh, with her mum. Yeah, we'd like to be pretty flex- flexible about what it is that she's enabled to do uh, with providing some good, good guidance and values and so forth. And she, you know, she's a clever girl. She's making some really good choices, uh, which is good. But the... The point is, I've been very rigid in the past and thought, well, no, we're going to do it this way, which doesn't give your, your kids an opportunity to provide their perspective and their view and you can think that your way is the only way all the time. And, of course, that is not true at all. And so we need to, to learn to be inclusive of, of others and to be... Um, you know, understanding, and you get well, way better outcomes because uh, I don't know it all. I might think I know it all sometimes, but I don't know it all. And uh, it's, it's all about perspective and views, isn't it? Like I might like to do something, but my two girls, they don't want to do that. And so it's like, okay, well, what's something they might like to do? And guess what? I might enjoy that as well.
So sometimes we do need to allow some of those negotiable things uh, in place. I think when it comes to negotiating uh, like business deals and that kind of stuff, then yeah, you need to have those things that you're very firm on, like a, the sort of person that uh, you want to be doing business with. They need to be loyal. They need to uh, have your same values and beliefs and um, have your level of energy and your, uh, your level of commitment or a greater level of commitment and energy that, that you do so that you can make sure that this person is not just out to rip you off or just out to use your money or whatever. You're, you get into this business relationship and you find that you're the person that's doing all the work or doing more work at work. It's really disproportionate. They're going to let you down. That's going to frustrate you. The biggest thing that annoys me is probably people's attitude, uh, their work ethic or lack of it. Uh, because I have a very strong work ethic and if somebody doesn't match that for me or exceed it, then that really does cause me some issues, uh, either rightly or wrongly. But I know what it's taken for me to get where I am. And if there are slackers around me, then I, I don't want to even talk to them. It's, it's like it's, I've worked too hard to get to where I am to have people let me down by their poor work ethic. And so uh, I guess for, for me, uh, coming back to the, the Easter conversation, I've worked very hard to create the foundational success that I need to, uh, the things that I need to do every single day to achieve what it is that I want to achieve. And if I don't do those things consistently, I find that I definitely do struggle to achieve a consistent level of high-performance outcomes. And because I'm sick and tired of not being able to achieve that, or in the past, of not being able to achieve that consistently, I said, I've just got to work harder at working out what are those key things that I need to be doing every single day. Let's, let's test and measure and see see what I need to change so that I can achieve the outcomes that I, that I want to achieve. And that has taken a lot of trial and error over uh, many years to work out what those things are. And you test some, you drop them off, you leave them in, you say, yeah, well, that doesn't really make an impact, let's lose it. Or this one, let's try that. Oh, actually, yeah, that one's really powerful, which enables me to achieve those things every single day, um, which is why I work effectively seven days a week but on the, the seventh day, if you like, on the Sunday, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm focusing on setting my next week up, analysing the week that was, uh, constantly looking at how can I get better outcomes for me and everybody else around me. And um, to be honest, I find that they are non-negotiables for, for me. Uh, I, I learn differently to uh, other people. Uh, I found the best way that I can perform and I have to make sure that I'm doing those things consistently every day. And I make them non-negotiable because I know that if I allow some of them to drop off, I won't be performing at the same level. And that's talking about, uh, I'm referring to the things that I ref uh, mentioned at the start. So things about my training, things about my, um, you know, water, food, sleep, supplementation, all of those things. And then when it comes to the business, there are certain things that I have to set my priorities the night before, the top five priorities the night before. I use an app. I rate my day at the end of the day. I set myself up for success at the, 
at the end of one day. So as soon as I wake up the next day, I know what it is that I'm going to do. I schedule everything in. I make sure that I stick to my schedule. I make sure that I'm focusing on revenue generating activities uh, for parts of the day. And there are parts where I can't do that and I have to focus on other aspects. But I'm always looking at those key fundamentals to make sure that I can progress every day. And that's, that's my secret sauce, I suppose making sure that every day I make progress, even if it's just a little bit. If I can just make some progress in a particular area, then I know that I'm moving my life forward. And that feels really great. And so over this Easter period, if I've got a little bit more time, I look to push my life even further forward, focusing on those key things that I know that are gonna take me to that next level. Super exciting. So. Review your non-negotiables. What are the ones you need to put in place? What are the ones that you need to consider being a little bit more flexible on? Have a great Easter period. I'll talk to you tomorrow. If you want to connect with me, go to mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. You can opt in for a free consultation right there. It's free. It's global. It's with me personally. Stay safe. I'll see you tomorrow.